Hello, my name is Rizal Baluya, and I'm a junior here attending at Cal State East Bay. Um, actually, spring semester was my very first semester from transferring community college. And yeah, unfortunately, because of the pandemic, I haven't really got to experience it. And But here we are. We continue. Hustle on. I wanted to talk and discuss about the fitness activity of yoga. Yoga is interesting because it can be seen as a religious and meditative practice. It usually requires participants to find stillness and relaxation by focusing on their breath. But it's also viewed as an activity of fitness and health since it requires stretching, strengthening the core, and even to pose in challenging ways for the body to find balance. Additionally, it has become widespread in the fitness world. A lot of Instagram influencers or even models, fitness models, often show photos of themselves or others striking a cool yoga pose on the beach or other touristy places they've traveled. Yoga is also heavily promoted and advertised in the retail world. Stores such as Lululemon, a popular fitness clothing store, specifically design their products necessary for practicing yoga. Also, yoga studios are common to find in big cities such as San Francisco or Oakland. And even if there isn't a specific yoga studio, a lot of commercial gyms offer yoga classes. A lot of people on YouTube also post videos of doing yoga at home that you could follow along. So I just overall wanted to discuss how yoga is, I guess, a bit exclusive for women um, and how it's just overall viewed as an activity for women. Um, Maybe it has to do with the stretching improving flexibility and just being a less intense exercise regime. I also noticed that women are more self-conscious of their bodies because of the fitness industry and how yoga is usually seen as a way to become thin and slender and meet society's body standards of what it means to be a woman. As mentioned in the book, Yoga and Body Image, 25 Personal Stories About Beauty, Bravery, and Loving Your Body by Melanie Klein, she writes that yoga has long evolved to meet the needs of the culture it serves. And unfortunately, it's currently serving a culture that equates thin and young with healthy and perfect. It seems that society has shaped the ideals and standards of what it means to be a woman A lot of this may have to do with the objectification theory. A research paper written by Ivanka Pritchard and Marika Tigman quote that the the objectification theory is based on the proposition that within Western cultures, women are constantly looked at, evaluated, and always potentially objectified. In a lot of ways, women always feel the pressure to look a certain way and to feel a certain way in order to be viewed as accepted.
And I think it's true that a lot of women do often think of themselves as objects. Like they have to present themselves accordingly to what's acceptable in order to fit in or to feel accepted or approved. Another way women tend to objectify themselves is through comparing themselves with others, maybe other people within their class or even their instructors who have been following yoga for a long time. As stated in the research paper, Body Image, How Do Young Adults Practicing Yoga Describe Its Impact on Their Body Image by um, Stainer et al. They mention or they found from interviews, from their interview data collection that some people or their participants were often comparing themselves with others' bo- with others' bodies and physical abilities. Um, seeing other people made them feel badly about themselves, and having mirrors within studio studio areas or yoga spaces would also make them more prone to look at others and compare themselves with them. Same research paper written by Stainer et al. Their young adult participants stated that a lot of them felt intimidated or uncomfortable because they were in the presence of others who were already familiar with yoga as well as looking a lot more athletically fit or just being thinner than themselves. Despite the discomfort and the act of objectification or even comparing ourselves to other people around us, there are individuals who take this practice of yoga and turn it into something positive. Um, I read the book Yoga and Body Image. It involves 25 personal stories about beauty, bravery, and loving your body. There are written works, um, essays of personal experiences of women who write about their challenges with their body image and health status and find yoga as a personal relief to ailments or as a personal practice for their mental being and physical being. Um, But there are there's a story about a woman who was able to take her bad negative experiences with what beauty standards are and turn it into a place where others can join in and get reap the same benefits she did from yoga. Anna Guest Jelly describes in her written work, Maybe the Problem Isn't My Body, about the different types of of pressure she felt growing up um she mentions that her parents always tried her tried to encourage her to participate in a sport um but none of it worked they also enrolled her in weight watchers at a very young age and always felt shame and guilt whenever she could never lose 10 pounds um because of all this all the dieting that she experienced at such a young age ended up 
having physical toll on her body. Um, she mentions that she had um, developed IBS or irritable bowel syndrome, like bad stomach pains, and as well as migraines from her dieting experiences. Um, but through yoga, she was able to find this out on her own. Like she didn't go to any classes. She actually like watched the tape and practiced it at home on her own time, a personal way or a personal connection for her. Um, as she she says that although she didn't look like any of the skinny bendies on those um, those videos that she watched, she was able to just find relief. Yoga is a tool for her mental healing as well as physical healing and she took it as a personal healing. Um, she didn't let others such as her parents who influenced her her entire life to have control over what her body is capable of or what she as an individual is capable of. Um, because of this, she was she wanted to make a change and she came up with curvy yoga. Um, basically, she wanted to teach other curvy body people as herself, you know, searching, wanting to become... And I guess Jelly states that she wanted to teach other curvy women and, you know, kind of dismiss the idea that their body isn't, doesn't have to be the same way as what others portray it or want it to be, like on, compared to, as shown on the TV and magazine covers. Um, she also wanted to debunk the idea or the belief that someone is too big to do yoga. So she founded and she is now the CEO of Curvy Yoga and she trains and offers a lot of classes and workshops for women of all body shape and sizes and ability. Um, quite remarkable because she took this widespread trend and was able to find a way to have everybody included in it. And yoga, I personally have my own experiences with yoga and I, I tend to feel the same way where I think I'm not good enough or I'm not that skillful or I don't look as flexible or thin as my other cohorts in yoga classes. But Reading this book and reading Anna Guest Jelly's story just inspires me to find that, you know, in the end, what others think of us or even ourselves, we tend to be our own worst critic. I think it's important for women to empower each other and to make each other feel welcomed and loved for who they are not let society continuously set the boundaries and make the rules on appearances and who we should be, what we look like. As Anna Guest Jelly and as well as the other women who wrote stories within that same book mentioned, you know, that yoga for them was a personal thing and it's a fitness activity that makes them feel good about themselves and 
makes them feel whole, whole and I think that's what matters. We shouldn't compare ourselves with others and we should see it more on a healing and a healthy way instead of how it's portrayed to be thin and slender and see ourselves as objects. Yoga should be an experience and should just be a way to get better to improve ourselves on our own pace and on our own time not always defined by what society wants us to be a lot of the practice of yoga is mental or it requires meditation so it just seems to be really contradictory or hypocritical for it to be a way to beat yourself up over it and that's what I really like and enjoy about this topic and learning about the other women who felt or found ways to empower themselves as well as other women to continue their yoga journey and to continue to participate in the activity and as well as to keep striving towards their own personal goals. This is the end of my podcast. Thank you for listening. Have a good day and take care.